Okay. All right, folks. It's the boys. We back. Your man's in them. Yeah. Had a couple weeks off. Short hiatus, you know. Yeah, just, you know, shit be happening. But we back. Life, you know. Yeah. We, we still got more episodes than everybody else. Come on. It's only a select few who, who are more consistent than us. So, uh, super duty tough work. For those of you who forgot who the fuck we are. Blueprint. The logic. Doing the damn thing. Podcasting. <clears throat> How was your beat set last night, sir? Logic had a beat set, y'all. Yeah, man, it was. <clears throat> it went much better than uh, I had hoped. Uh, I ended good. up playing for almost two hours, man. Let's fucking go. I was only I was only supposed to play for like a like like a half hour, forty five minutes. Yeah, and the DJ who was supposed to follow me didn't show up. What? So Adrian was just like, "Yo, you got more shit." I was like, "Dude, I could play beats all day." Like I got, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got hours and hours worth of beats. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I was just playing joints and uh, you know, cats seemed to dig it. So you know, that's dope. dope. Hell dope. yeah, that's what's up, man. So you know. The hard work paying off. Yeah. You yeah. know, you've been you've been working on beats for a minute, so it's dope to see you playing out. I gotta play out some some point soon, you know. We both been posting mad beats on the gram, you know. Right. It's only right. You know. So, Get out in them streets. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Share it with the people, man. Mm-hmm. You know, you ain't gotta rap. It's a whole different experience, man. Yeah, it's funny because like some people was there and they saw me. They was like, Oh, you um I saw you on the flyer. You rapping tonight? I was like, nah. I was like, I ain't rapping. I'm, I'm DJing basically. It was like, oh, word. Let's go. <laughs> like, okay, all right. Hell yeah, that's dope. That's dope. And you did drop a new beat tape recently, correct? I did. I did Tell a couple weeks ago. The Tell groove tape. You know yes. what I'm saying? The groove tape. You can get it on my Bandcamp. Um, yeah, it's nice. You know, it's my interpolation of you know the lo-fi thing that's happening now. Um, and uh, yeah, just thought I'd throw some joints out there. I think it's my best beat tape so far. Okay. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So kind of improving. Support you know. that man. Yeah. That so my man. band can't. 10 bucks. You know what I'm saying? Get you some beats in your life. Let's go. You know? So we out here, man. We out here. You know, I want to thank everybody who's been buying the books, you know, last, last couple of weeks. Uh, we ain't even done episodes. When I be seeing books, I'm like, oh, word. Yeah. Thank y'all. Appreciate y'all. Well, when you got the fire, you know what I'm saying? When the flame is lit, you know what I mean? Tell what him, can brother. you do? You Tell know him, what I mean? Come what on. Can I do? You we, can't put out the flame. It's eternal. You can't put out the flame. It's an eternal flame. You know, you know, so, you know. <laughs> the cheat code book, always relevant. Always. always. Ten traits, always relevant. Facts. Cop them if you have it. This week, you know, we're going to talk about something that we have not talked about before, which is, you know, something that the logic kind of hit me with, which is something we probably should talk about before, but it's like, the case for unions in hip hop, mm. you know, and people would say, oh, well, you know, why would we need that in hip hop? Why would, uh, what would be the benefit? And, and, and I, there are many. And um, I saw there was another cat who was, who has a book called the, the Beat Tips Manual. Uh, I think his name is 
M. Saeed, I, I believe. Somebody will have to correct me. But I follow him and he had a, a chapter in his book. I haven't read the book where he, he does have a chapter about um, producers needing to unionize. Mm. I always thought it was a fascinating concept, you know, and then, you know, us decided to talk about this today. You know, uh, it's a good conversation. So if you're going to be at home, we just want to break down some of the things that we think would be benefits, especially as you continue to see these uh, artists names in the news about their deals um, that many people say are not equitable. Uh, mm -hmm. Many of our complaints about the pay rates from these streaming services, et cetera. Yep. Uh, it's, it's good to have a more macro conversation about maybe uh, what could help these situations. So, and even artists, you know, like artists that we're big fans of dying broke. Yes. That have sold millions of records. Yes. Which we, there's no in. reason for that. Yeah. There's no reason for this stuff, man. Yeah. And so, um, <clears throat> you know, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come close to, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free huh. so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Alright folks, so we back, Super Duty Tough Work, Blueprint, the logic, most infamous podcast on planet earth, talking about the case for a hip hop union. Why hip-hop needs a union? We'll hit you with some bullet points as you're at home. If you see us on the comment section, you know what I'm saying? Hit us with the good word. And uh, reason number one, bullet point number one, why hip-hop could benefit from a union is clear direction and leadership. Mm. There's something that's beautiful about hip-hop, which is its individuality which is, you know, um, how everybody's different. You, you, they do this, they're out to do that. And it's your freedom because you don't have to do what everyone else does, right? That's fine in terms of artistic expression. But what happens is that whether we know it or not, people from the outside view hip hop as this whole thing. Right, right. People's complaints, uh, praises of hip hop they're made under one big umbrella. If they think hip hop is great, they're talking about a bunch of different motherfuckers. If they think hip hop sucks, they're talking about the art as a whole. Right. And that's fine. But what we need to understand is that even though we have this individualism within hip hop, there's no collective direction. Right. Right. There's no uh, uh, consensus leadership. There's just a bunch of different people 
doing what's best for them, making music that has the same format. Right. That's cool and dandy until you need direction and organization. Right. And hip hop needs direction and organization. Because, you know, it's my belief that many of the reasons that hip hop artists are exploited to the extent that they have been in the past is because there is no direction. There is no, and there's no support. There's no overall support of each other. Right. Right. Like what are you supporting? Right. Just the person. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so the, the thought is that, you know, when you, if you were to compare hip hop in terms of leadership and organization to the unions that other, you know, that are seen in in the private sector, you know, they all have clear leadership. The police union has one elected leader. Um, the firemen's union has one collective leader, right? UPS workers have a collective leader through whoever, Teamsters and whatever. Um, all of these things have, these entities have people they elected and that person's sole job is to do what's best for the people in the union. Not the businesses they work for. Not mega corporations. None of that shit. Their job is to always get the best deal and do what's best for their people. We don't have that in hip hop. Nope. Not at all. We don't. You can get a great deal today. Somebody's still going to try to jerk me tomorrow. Yep. Straight up. (laughs) It's just like in basketball, you know, basketball, football, you know what I'm saying? Like they're, they have their, you know, unions and, you know, doing collective bargaining agreements and things like that, making sure that certain things are in line for the betterment of the players within football, within basketball, within baseball, all of these other sports, you know, have unions. Yes. You know, that they have, and they have a, you know, a, a centralized leader and a centralized direction. This is the kind of things that we as a whole think are important. So this is what we're going to bring to the league. And, you know, these are our demands, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And negotiate thereof, you know, for the betterment of the the um, the group as a whole and hip hop. Well, really music in general, not even just hip hop. Music in general doesn't have anything like that. No. Everybody's kind of out for their own, you know, even rock and roll, pop singers, you know, because pop, pop artists, they get jerked too. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Rock and roll artists get jerked too. Yeah. You know, so if not even saying hip hop, but if music as a whole kind of unionized in a way and there was maybe sections, you know what I'm saying? For the different genres, that could be interesting and that could be very powerful. Yeah. I mean, and to add on to that, like, um, look at actors. Yep. The film industry. Yep. Unionized. Yep. Unionized. And it's been unionized because they realize at some point these studios are going to do what's in their best interest. Mm-hmm. And if they do what's in their best interest, we're going to get hurt by it. And so uh, I think hip hop needs to be thinking about that, you know, uh, and it, we have a class of elder statesmen in an art form who I think who after having been in the industry for, you know, 20 to 30 plus years would be great, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be someone who's just the most successful. It could be someone who's been on a major, been on an independent. Mm-hmm. Someone, maybe someone who's ran an independent label, someone who's been an independent artist, someone who's been 
and all of these things or has experience with all these different facets. Someone who's toward, someone who's not toward, someone who's uh, successful in the streaming space, someone, you know, like people who have these different experiences and can co- make decisions for the collective, not even decisions, who can put together an agenda for the collective. Right. And, right, and, the, right. and the individuals within that collective can vote on what they want to do. Right. You know, like what if, if every hip hop artist said, look, um, starting January 1st, um, we want a better deal on Spotify. If we don't mm-hmm. get it, we're pulling all hip hop off Spotify. All of, all of it is gone. Every uh, rap song is off Spotify. Imagine, imagine the power that, that like, come on. Yeah. Cause hip hop is the number one genre of music in the world. Yeah. If we said all hip hop is coming off all streaming platforms, if we don't get X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And we did it. <laughs> they would be sick. Yes. Yes. Sick. But because of the lack of leadership, mm-hmm. an agenda, an organization, it don't happen. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. And that leads us to the number two bullet point about the case for why hip hop needs a union, which is more standardized pay. See, what you have in hip hop and in music in general is you have major label artists doing what's best for major labels. Mm -hmm. And so the rate that major labels get paid for their catalog through streaming is different than what we get paid for streaming. This wouldn't happen if there was a union. Mm-mm. everyone will be entitled to the same slice of the pie simply because we're a hip hop artist and we know how important hip hop is to the economy of this whole music industry this shit don't go without us right? these festivals don't go without hip hop at the top of the bill no more and that being the case we can now use the success of all of our artists to uh, as they say um uh, a rising tide raises all ships or mm-hmm. however that saying goes, you know, we can raise everyone else right. simply because the individuals can't be picked off and side deals can't be done with them. So they never try to do us in the best interest of the collective, which in a lot of ter- terms means more standardized pay, you know, just in the same way that a cameraman who performs his service on a feature film has a standardized pay per day for his services. So should hip hop artists who get on that stage. Yep. You know, so should hip hop artists whose music is used in any commercial endeavor. Mm-hmm. You know, it shouldn't be, well, I negotiated this rate with him, but since you don't know no better, I'm going to negotiate the lowest rate with you. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fucked up, but that's what happens every day. Yeah, it does. You know, so I, I think if we were to put in something in place, like we mentioned in a previous point about Spotify, what do you say? Look, man, this point oh 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 one cent per play ain't cutting it. We want a higher minimum. Mm-hmm. You know, we we want to double that for everybody, or we want same rate across major and independent, or we out of here and we're going to take our whole catalog to somebody who'll give it to us. <laughs> Just imagine that dog. <laughs> cause the thing is, it's not cause, cause I, you know, it's like, it's like in, in major sports, there's a rookie contract. There's a yes. standard rookie contract. 
Yes. That everybody that comes in the league kind of gets it's around the same thing. Yeah. And, you know, the the you know, a lot of the terms and things like different things are negotiated around that. But there is a standard rookie contract in any sport that you go to. Yeah. And, you know, there's bells and whistles added according to, you know, your status, of course. Yeah. Um, What's wrong with that? Nothing. You know what I'm saying? And it's, I mean, and and just like, you know, the Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, the streaming conversation, you know, if everybody, everybody's making the same thing now, if that was raised, mm-hmm. yeah, if you get a million streams and I get a hundred thousand streams, we're not making the same amount of money, but the base for the stream is the same. Yes. That's what, it, that's what it should be. And it should be raised. And we have the power to do it if we just come together and fucking, yeah, man. Yeah. That's, that's some strong shit. <laughs> it is it is it is you know and that kind of leads to uh you know uh, well to add on to what you were saying there in addition to you know you know what we'll talk about this in the next one because th- this applies to that as well yeah yeah, yeah. and the last one you were talking you, you mentioned like our number three bullet point for this in the case for why hip-hop needs a union is better contracts mm-hmm. period i don't know of any industry that has a reputation for worse contracts than the music industry. <laughs> no, no, you can't think of one. Mm-mm. Literally every couple of weeks, every day you hear about an artist getting jerked Yep. from the most popular to the least popular. Fools are getting jerked. We got jerked. Yes. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody's got jerked. Everybody's gotten jerked. Everybody's got a shitty deal or you got a deal that looked good that somebody mm-hmm. just refused to honor. Yep. Yep. You know, and you didn't have the money to go after them. Then they took that money and went and signed a bunch of other artists and did the same thing. Rinse and repeat mm-hmm. and kept people's catalogs forever. Meanwhile, not honoring what they said they were going to do. Um, what we can do if we were to organize as a collective in hip hop is stop that all together. You fail to honor this contract that we know is in the best interest of the artist. One time, you'll never sign another hip hop artist again. Yeah, blackball them. Blackball. You can go do that to country artists if you want to. Mm-hmm. You can go try that with some punk artists if you want to. You know what I'm saying? Techno, house, we don't give a fuck. But this will be your first, your last time jerking one of our artists on our contracts and what we do as a collective is we pay lawyers to write up a contract that's standard that has everything in it that protects us mm-hmm. what recording uh what major labels do and what labels do they write the contracts yeah they get their team of lawyers to give you the contract you gotta agree to their terms yeah hip-hop union would allow us to do the opposite Oh, you want to sign one of ours? Here's our contract. Yep. Now you can add on if you want to give us more that's in this contract, but you're not taking away shit. Yeah. That would help everyone because one of the reasons everyone gets jerked in hip hop is because every contract is different. Mm-hmm. One guy signs a contract, uh, has no idea, um, that his streaming is not going to be a part of something. Maybe he was an older artist. One guy signs a contract, 
for this rate on streaming, this rate on physical product, this rate on on shows. One guy signs a 360 and he's getting, you know, money taken from these five things. Mm-hmm. There's no standards. And where there's no standards, there's no consistency. It's chaos. Yeah. This is this is hip hop right now. You never you never uh hear about artists having great deals unless they were independent first and made the labels come to them. Right. That's when you get the good deal. So the question becomes, why don't we just get that deal for everybody up front? Yeah. Cause that's the thing when, when like you look at artists like master P, you know, you're selling a hundred thousand copies out of your trunk label, give you whatever you want. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But if hip hop as a whole did that, because as a whole, it's a billion dollar hip hop is billion dollar billion dollar industry yearly. You know yes. what I'm saying? So as a whole, if we said, "Yo, this is what we want," mm-hmm. or you can't have hip hop, thank you. Not just an artist, you can't have hip hop if you don't give us th- these standards. Yep. We in the driver's seat. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, and having those standards would be what makes people want to unify. Mm-hmm. You know, like most of these artists don't know that they have bad deals until they're in the middle of getting jerked or until they're successful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and they're, you know, selling millions and millions of records and they're broke. They still, <laughs> you know, it's like it's like looking at like the uh, the uh, new edition story. Cats were on tour. They were selling. They had number one records and they were still living in a projects. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? TLC. Same situation. Like. Yeah. It's crazy. But it's so fucking normal. Yeah, it's real. and standard, you know? So, yeah, that's number three. Uh, We'll take a break and be right back. Blueprint. Illogic. Superstition. Gift of gab. My name is Sammy Warmhands, and these are just a few of the iconic voices featured on my double album, Figures of Speech, available now at Take92.com and StrangeFamous.com. Do you miss live music and going on tour? Check out my new book, How to Ruin Your Life, The Daily Grind of a DIY Tour. The book chronicles nearly a decade of underground tours with artists like DJ Abilities and Christoph Crane. With a foreword by Carnage the Executioner, this book is a must-have for rap fans who want to peek behind the scenes. The book is available now at Take92.com and StrangeFamous.com. For even more behind-the-scenes content, subscribe to the Take 92 podcast for interviews with artists from Sage Francis to Jello Biafra, and of course, our friends, Blueprint and Illogic. This is Sammy Warmhands. Back to you, Print. This is your weekly reminder that we have two books that you, as a listener or watcher of this podcast, need to absolutely own. The first is... The 10 Traits of Successful Hip-Hop Artists. And the second is The Social Media Cheat Code. Both of these books were released within the last year. The 10 Traits of Successful Hip-Hop Artists is a book where I go through the stories and explain the traits that uh, are behind the success of some of the biggest names in hip-hop today. Um, The book has got nothing but amazing feedback. And if you are an artist, business person, whatever you do, if you would like to be inspired and would like to learn more about hip-hop, along the way and also see some some reinforcement of the concepts that we talk about on this podcast 
the 10 traits of successful hip hop is for you. Second book is The Social Media Cheat Code. That is for everyone who listens to this podcast who does not uh, consider themselves an expert or really good at social media. It's not for super experienced people. It's actually for people who are on social media but are not getting the results you need. So what we did is I broke down like 12 or 13 strategies that I use all the time that actually work really well for me. I put it into book. I gave you examples and I tell you how to implement it. That's a book you absolutely need as a listener to this podcast, watcher this podcast. If you're on YouTube, supporting these books actually goes a long way towards supporting the podcast. So uh, to support the show, if you like what we do, obviously we don't necessarily get paid to do this shit. So support the products and services that we create. And these two books are a big part of that. We appreciate your support and uh, back to the show. All right, folks, super duty, tough work, magnificence, the logic. We're talking about the case for a union in hip hop. Why hip hop needs a union, y'all? Okay, we got three down. We're going to talk about number four. The reason why hip hop needs a union is retirement. Mm. Retirement, y'all. Retirement. Look, I've been doing music. We've been putting out music since when? Late 90s? 99? 99. Yeah. 20-something years? Yeah. There ain't no retirement or 401k in hip-hop. There ain't no promise of no house. There ain't no promise of no... None of that shit when it comes to art. That's not even just a hip-hop problem. That's just a doing art, music, period issue. Mm-hmm. Creative people don't have things like that built into their jobs, even when they're their full-time jobs. You know, um... And as we mentioned earlier, one of the most heartbreaking things to see in hip hop is someone who has been a pioneer, broke, fucked up, out on the streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's unable to provide for themselves. Doing and GoFundMe's for their funeral, their families doing GoFundMe's for their funeral. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like and they're sad, legends. Man. They're legends. Yeah, you know, yeah. like name known worldwide, and. Uh, not being provided for in their later years, even though they've been critical in this art form becoming what it is and people like you and me getting paid right now. Like mm-hmm. if they didn't do that, there'd be no way for us to get paid right. from the art. And so what unions allow people to do and what they do is, you know, they, they take into account your years of service. The more years you work under the union, the more they take care of you when your time is done working, mm-hmm. you know, all these other institutions have it. You mean to tell me that Curtis Blow don't deserve it? Right. Grandmaster Flash don't deserve that. Yeah. Red Alert. Yeah. Melly Mel. You know yeah. what I mean? Why, why Melly Mel got to get a better deal working for, you know what I'm saying? A regular business than hip hop. Mm-hmm. Why can't hip hop give him what these regular businesses gave him? Whether it's retirement, whether it's, you know, uh, health, health care and all of these things, you know, that that standard jobs and things give their employees. I believe hip hop, if it were to unionize, could negotiate for the collective. Something that works for everybody, mm-hmm. because the economic power of hip hop is crazy. What fucking health insurance company. Wouldn't want to cover a million motherfuckers. That's a lot of bread. Oh, in one day you can get 5 million customers. 
Oh, all we got to do is negotiate a lower rate to get these these hip hop dudes in. Okay, how old are they? Between this age and this stage? Okay, that if the average age of a hip hop artist is fucking 18 to fucking 40 something, mm-hmm. people are still healthy during those years. Yeah. It's the healthiest years. Mm-hmm. You know? But you can you can negotiate something as a collective that you can't individually. Yeah. And we have to do a better job or we can do a better job working together to figure out that thing so that our Curtis Blows and our KRS-1s and our Big Daddy Canes and our, you know what I'm saying? And our Q-tips mm-hmm. and our Fife Dogs and all these people are taken care of, man. Yeah. You know? And, and many of them, we don't see them as much because their financial uh, you know, opportunities within the art form ain't there unless they get on stage. Yep, that's it. That's all they have. It's the only way they can take care of themselves. You get on stage, you can get money now. Mm-hmm. But what if you can't or, or don't want to get on stage? You can't get money in hip hop. And that's something that does a, a very uh, huge disservice to, you know, the pioneers of this art form. Yeah, man, it's sad to see. Um, it's sad to see a lot of times. And yeah, you know, it would be a volatile thing as far as insurance. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there would have to be standards in the contract. You know, you know what I mean? Yes. Just, yeah. Just like any job, you know, there's certain jobs that I've had. Yeah. If you were a smoker, your insurance rate was higher. Exactly. And it's you know a lot what I'm of saying? Smoke, it's a lot of smokers in hip hop. <laughs> smoking multiple things. You yeah, know what not, I mean? not just the tobacco. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Smoking that wacky tobacco. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, of course, there would be standards, but having that option, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. having that there. For, you know, cats that have been in a game for an extended period of time and have laid the groundwork for all of us to do what we do. Yeah. There's no reason that they should not be able to pay hospital bills. There's no reason that they should not be able to pay medical bills. There's no reason that they shouldn't have a standard, you know, rate of living. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Most of these most of these sports, most of these other organizations, you know, that have unions end up with some type of pension. You know yes. what I'm saying? After certain years of service, you do 20 years of service as a cop. Yes. You can good. retire and be taken care of the rest of your life. Yes. In your 40s, you're done. Yeah. In your 40s, you can you can retire and quit. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, granted, you know, you're risking your life, <laughs> you, you yeah. know, for those 20 years. You a little know, more be, dangerous. A little more dangerous. But, you know, having something to where even if it's, you know, you get $2,000 a month. You know what something. I'm saying? Something, $1,000 a month, depending on your years of service. Like, what is wrong with that? You know what I mean? And I think it's worth it. I think, you know, especially the pioneers, when LL Cool J don't have them abs no more. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And he he can't work out like he do now. Right. You know, because he is in his 50s, you know, probably close to 60s now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a cat like him, what's wrong with taking care of him? I think he deserves it. I think, you know, it's, it's, it's sad knowing that, you know, the cats that, gave us our livelihood there's there's nothing that takes care of them yeah and it, it reminds me of that jay-z line like the i'm overcharging people for what they did to the cold crush you know yeah. so basically playing that since cold crush got jerked he gonna overcharge everybody now right right, right. but that only helped jay-z right it's not like he giving back the money he overcharged to the cold crush right 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 but if this would do something like that, I mean, a better line would be we gonna unionize rappers for what they did to the cold crush. Yeah, facts. That's the line. You know, you do that, you can actually prepare uh, whoever is the next cold crush 
for their retirement from the art form, you know, Mm -hmm. from when they don't want to be jumping on stage and and traveling or maybe they just want to, you know, uh, be taken care of for all they've done. So, uh, you know, that's number four. Number five. Reason hip hop should uh, organize, get unionized is less commercial exploitation. Yes. We all know the corny commercials when we hear them. They throwing some fake scratches, <laughs> some corny beatboxing, you know, a fake drum. Uh, you know, they'll throw uh, impeach the president behind that bullshit. Yep. Call it hip hop. And then, you know, try to look cool. You know, or they want to like It's like that exists every or they'll just take slang from hip hop, mm-hmm. use it to promote their product or service. No, 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 no compensation for hip hop. No acknowledgement, just still in our slang, you know, still in everything, whether it's the clothes, the dances, everything from the culture. They're going to take it and use it for commercial gain. What happens if we just say no? We see you. Don't do that. These are the standards. You can do that to rock. You can do these other genres. But for us, we would like you that if you're going to do some hip hop shit, you hire one of our hip hop people to make this shit. Mm-hmm. Who made this corny hip hop beat in your commercial? Yeah. Oh, they not in the union. Uh-uh. We're not going for that. You can't get no, no services no more. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You out here hiring people who ain't, ain't part of the collective. Yeah. Trying to imitate what we do. You know, scabs and shit crossing, crossing the picket line. Mm-hmm. I just think in, in general, you can stop these situations where hip hop artists are getting exploited by these commercial entities. You know, every year we got to complain, you know, about, you know, hip hop need to be here. Hip hop need to be there. Why they always use a hip hop for this. Why Jay-Z got to get on a stage when Hillary Clinton running for president. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why, uh, uh, Lupe fiasco out there with Bill Gates. Yeah. You know, these are hip hop. They're using hip hop because they know hip hop's power. If hip hop wasn't able to touch the youth and get the word out there, they would not call none of these rappers to sell their ideas and products. Facts. And they do it because we allow them to. Facts. And we don't think about uh, the collective at all. We just say, okay, I'm going to cash out real quick. And then the next person comes along, get pimped and exploited. And then they just think hip hop is a tool that they pick up when they want to, uh, you know, uh, attract our audience but not support our causes. Yep. You know, and then when we're looking for allies and people to try to help us really do something that matters, they're nowhere to be found. Exactly. You know, exactly. but they was, but they was doing a nay nay though. <laughs> <laughs> they was dabbing. Yeah. Had that, had that hot sauce in the purse though. <laughs> oh, Shit's disgusting, man. It's hilarious, but it's disgusting, yo. Don't get me started on this topic. You know, come on. Come on. Come on. Let them know, man. Let them know why you mad, son. Dog, this shit pisses me the fuck off. Yes. Yes. Every fucking time I see somebody do some shit like that, it's it's insulting. Mm-hmm. It's like they take these little cliches and they try to take these little things hip hop things or slang or saying, and whenever it's time to get us to 
to do something for them, they all up in hip hop's face. Yep. Using hip hop for everything. We got to talk to the, only every four years, though. Yep. So only that, every four years. <laughs> not, not in between those four years. Nope. I mean, they have fucking battle rappers, you know, promoting Joe yeah. Biden. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Come on, bro. What is it? What is it I've got for that? Come on, man. What Joe Biden done for the culture? Come on, bro. Come on. No, not just. And this is not even. This is every politician. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. Yeah. All these corporations, they all do the same thing. You know, you think you think that these these artist catalogs aren't being leveraged for all types of endeavors outside of music. Come on, man. You know, from Universal to. You know, all, all these labels, you, you think that they're not out there saying use using Jay-Z's catalog, whoever's catalog uh, as collateral. To fund whatever the fuck they want. Yep. Hey, man, I'm good. We got we hey, we on the blueprint. You yep. know what I mean? Just let us get that loan. We can build this fucking sky rise over here. They doing it. Yeah. We don't even know. You know. You just get paid your check when it's time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get your crumbs. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You get your yeah. crumbs. You have no say, though. You never have to. You have it. no say. If you don't want your music to endorse this product because you don't own your masters, you have no say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because no there's su- no union, yeah, yeah. There, because there's no be- one su- to support you, you have no say and you don't have the money to fight. Yeah. Yeah. And like these situations where artists like, you know, Biz Marquis catalog wasn't up or De La Soul's catalog wasn't available um, because the labels did something either via not clearing or whatever. Those are situations where De La Soul being legends of this art form should never be in that position. Never, ever, never. It's like, no, nah, man. Y'all, and, and whoever put him in that position should never get to sign no more hip hop artists. Yep. You do right until you do right by daylight soul. <laughs> right. <laughs> you got to get everything you C- even think about. Going you got to give them the uh, Miss Seeley and the color purple. Until <laughs> <laughs> you, you do right by daylight soul. You can't have no more hip hop records. You got to give them that, you know. <laughs> Oh, man. But it's true, though, man. Like, it, it's a sad thing, you know, to see to see something that we love, you know what I'm saying, and that we've pretty much dedicated most of our life toward yeah. get used in ways that we know is not okay. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We know that the people who, in, unless they're independent artists for the most part, mm-hmm. we know that they probably didn't okay that, but they don't have a choice. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it's for something corny that they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have. You know, no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, man. So that's number five. Number six. And this kind of goes with the previous one that we were just talking about. The number six uh, case for unions in hip hop is better sample negotiation. Yes. Every year we understand that the reason that we hear less and less sampling in hip hop is because the only the people at the top of the you know, uh, of the food chain, if you will, uh, like Kanye West mm-hmm. are 
able to afford everything that comes along with sampling. It's basically a luxury now, only afforded to the largest of artists. Yeah, or the smallest of artists who people don't give a fuck about. Exactly. <laughs> you either got to be large enough to pay for it or mm-hmm. small enough to get away with stealing it without right. asking. Right, right. If you're in the middle, you're not, nah, nah, nah. you, you, you can't do it. Right. You're either too small for people don't care or too large for the labels don't care mm-hmm. about letting you get it. But if we had union, union, a union and we were more organized, the the rates that we are charged for sampling, especially since we are the primary samplers in the music, right? We are. We could negotiate something mm-hmm. because look, man, we could just not sample none of you guys' shit, right? You know, we can make our own samples, but if you're gonna sample, if we're gonna sample, we want to change the rate. We want to change the rate. Uh, we want to pay what, you know, Johnny over there with the guitar p- p- pays when he covers an entire song. Right. Why is hip hop sampling charged more than a guy when we take one bit of a song than a guy who takes the entire fucking song? Yeah, and just redoes it. Because we ain't negotiated the shit. Yeah. We ain't took it to task like, nah, man. Nope. You're gonna, we're gonna pay what they pay for that cover. Mm-hmm. Because we ain't using them but for two seconds of it. Yeah. If that, you know, we use a drum. You know what I'm yeah. saying? A drum loop. You know, like, Oh, man, sorry. This is it. Because hip hop said so. Mm-hmm. So that's number six. Okay, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Break. Quick announcement. Over the years, we've frequently been asked by the listeners of our show if we would ever open up our platform to the public for advertising. We've always been interested in doing it, but in the past, we never had the systems in place to make it work properly. I'm proud to announce that we are now officially accepting advertising from the public on Super Duty Tough Work. Meaning, if you are a business owner or an artist and would like to create more awareness about your product, service, or release on our platform, we're now in a position to be able to do that. For more information, email us at superdutytoughwork at weightless.net. That's Super Duty Tough Work at Weightless.net. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you would like to promote, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible about whether it's a good fit and go from there. Thanks for your time. Back to the show. All right. All right. We back. Super Duty. Tough work. Talking about the case for a union in hip hop. Why hip hop needs a union? We ain't got but like one, two points left, but I'm gonna hit y'all with them. The number seven reason is more institutions. Every year, I know I personally get sick and tired of being sick and tired of hip hop people complaining about the Grammy. Every fucking year. I'm tired of it. Yeah. Dog, this shit been going on since 1989, mm-hmm. 90. Shit, back in 90 or 89 when it happened, all the hip hop artists back then, I think it was Saw and Pepper, Will Smith, PE, bunch yep. of them, they all said, we not even gonna go. Yeah, there was no hip hop artists at the Grammys. They, they all boy- boycotted. All boycotted. You ain't seen yep. that since. Yeah. Now we they just get on Twitter and complain about not being welcome in this institution or their award show. 
mm-hmm. instead of getting organized and making our own shit that's bigger and better. Yep. You know, and, and that would be changed because once you got everybody on the same page where we know the agenda, we, we know our leadership, we know what needs to happen to make it work. At that point, it's like, okay, now we can build things. Mm-hmm. You know, why do we have to be concerned about uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yep. Whether or not groups like Public Enemy or Tribe Called Quest get inducted. We get happy because we're like to be welcomed as visitors in someone else's home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks for letting us in this, this fine establishment. No, man, make your own fucking fine establishment. Hip hop generates too much fucking money to be treated like uh, they're unwelcome anywhere. Right. You ain't got to like us. You just need to respect us. Yep. That's it. Y'all ain't got to like hip hop. Fuck it. Just respect hip hop. Respect mm-hmm. our power. Yeah. That's it. You know, we need our, we'll get our own museum and none of this shit is going to change until we get our own shit. Right. Until we all, until we all, because we make too much money. Yes. We make too much money. The yes. people who make the money control the shit. You know what I'm saying? So if we got organized and we started pulling our shit yep. to where y'all can't make no money off of us no more. Yeah. We making the money on ourselves. Right. Then they'll have to come to the negotiation table because yeah. they losing that chunk of the pie. If they losing billions of dollars, come on, man. Yeah. So like, much control. Like imagine, imagine if, uh, let's say like a Jay-Z Q-tip and let me think of someone from like E-40 got together and said, okay, we're going to buy a building in Indiana, somewhere in the middle of fucking country, whole building. We're going to turn that building into a hip hop museum. 40, you're going to be responsible for the history of the West Coast. Jay, you and your team going to be, you know what I'm saying? Tip, we're going to just have you on the culture, the production, the da 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 Jay. You know what I mean? Then we're going to find, maybe we'll get Master P to, to, yeah. to give us our Southern Park. Four fucking floors. You know what I mean? Maybe a floor for international shit too. But that can be done. Yeah. That can be done. Do an element he, per floor. Yeah. <laughs> a whole building. They can yeah. buy that for less than a million fucking dollars. Yes. Yes. You know, and then the collective can go. It would become a huge attraction. You drive through Indianapolis. Oh, you going to go to the hip hop museum, hip hop mm-hmm. uh, hall of fame. Hell yeah. I'm going, you been, that shit's dope. Yeah. You know, Motown got one. Yeah. Hip hop can't get one. We need to start creating our own institution instead of crying about it. And until we're organized, that ain't going to happen. True. So that's number seven. Number eight is just a summary of all of this, but (laughs) we're going to say it anyway. Yeah, it is. It is. The number eight bullet point, why hip hop needs uh, more political power. I'm sorry, more uh, unions or a union is to have more political power. Who has more power when it comes to like, why? Like, why do you think? All these politicians be kissing up to the fucking unions come election time. Yep. Be it the teachers union, police union, firefighters union, uh, the union. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because they got power. 
They're organized. They know that they can't just get over on that shit when you got one entity that represents thousands and millions of people mm-hmm. who are going to move as one. Yep. If, you, if they don't endorse you as a group, you're not getting none of those votes. They vote as a block. That's what political power looks like. Political power don't look like everybody just, you know, Jay-Z gets paid to do this commercial for this guy. Uh, I'm going to go with this guy. We're going to go here. But none of us ask any of these people to put something concrete on a table to help the collective. Right. What are you going to do for hip hop? Yep. What are you going to do for hip hop artists? What can you offer us besides, you know, pandering and bullshit? You know, so all of this shit that we've said in this episode it equals more political power. We have economic power, but we don't use it collectively. Yeah. But once we start moving as a collective, we can have political power. Then you ain't got to worry about uh, motherfuckers disrespecting hip hop. They'd be too scared to disrespect hip hop. <laughs> right. Right. You know how many votes that's going to cost us if you say that? Yeah. Dude, hey, hey. Don't say nothing <laughs> bad about hip hop now. Uh-uh. Isn't rap great? Mm. <laughs> yeah. All my you heard kids that love new Jay-Z. Kanye? You heard yeah. that new Kanye record? Wheezy. I got a new pair of Wheezy's. Thanks. You know. <laughs> dog, they, they, they motherfuckers be out there just kissing hip hop's ass. Yeah. At every level. At every level. Yeah. You know, but we we don't have access to that because we're not organized. So that's it. That's it. This is an interesting conversation, man. Yeah, man. It's a good one. Good you know, one. if you guys are at home, I hope that you uh, that you kind of, uh, you know, get this and, uh, uh, you know, got something out of this, man. Maybe the need for us to get more organized and everything. So, uh and I guess we'll see you guys next week. Word. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. That's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. <laughs>